It's it's episode 105. Yeah, 105. 105. This has been, I feel like, a long time coming. We reached out many, many months ago, and we are famously the worst planners, emailers, <laughs> bookers. We're terrible at running this operation, but finally, who do we have on the show today, Evan? Today we have uh, three, three of the co-hosts from uh, an electric podcast. Some of you... <laughs> may have heard of it it's called nymphet alumni uh we have sam biz and alexi with us Hi. fellow podcasters Hi. what a nice intro we will yeah, probably record a, like a better one <laughs> it's, i'm always like on the spot I'm like oh fuck like yeah. what do i say but electric was nice yeah. Yeah, okay thank you thank you meeting of the minds hell yeah mm-hmm. seriously <laughs> yeah this is a symposium it feels like a what is it, like group? What? Never mind. What is like group? <laughs> it's, it's, it's a Roman forum of sorts. It's a Roman yeah. forum. Have yeah, you exactly. have you all been on a podcast before, like as guests? Yes, we have. Yeah. Actually, not all three of us at the same time. I feel that like that is not true. No, no yeah, no. we went. To, we went on um com- the computer room. Mm-hmm. Remember with Deepak? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah like a year ago. Room. That was fun. Um, it's been a while. Mm-hmm. No, I don't yeah. know that. Uh, for the listeners at home, all mm-hmm. right, because this is an audio format and they might not be familiar with the, uh, the tone of your voice. Uh, how will we be able to identify who's speaking? This is a common question. So me and Alexi's voices kind of sound the same. I'm Biz. Alexi, speak. <laughs> I'm Alexi. <laughs> oh. Uh, they could, I, but like I live in voice... New York. Should we say our locations too? Yeah. We're like a very international ASL, podcast of sorts. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm Alexi and I live in New York City. <laughs> I'm Sam. I live in Austin, Texas. Um, I, I we get like a lot of comments on our voices sounding the same. I think we all start to kind of like hive mind together, especially mm-hmm. towards the end of the podcast. Yeah. Um, so I don't really know how to describe our voices or how to solve this problem, but hopefully um we'll sound a little better and more distinctive <laughs> in this recording. It's our synergy, it's fine by me. You know, we're mm-hmm. all yeah, we're all one. Yeah, it's true. One brain cell. I agree. I bet the editor loves it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like he knows. I feel like he knows how to um, dis- distinguish our voices by now. I think like people that have heard the podcast over and over again. Yeah. Yeah, real ones know. Real ones yeah, it's know. true. Damn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're not real ones. <laughs> no, 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 it's, no, it was no, funny. No. The, the ones I've listened to, yeah, like I was like, are there just two of them now? Like I could I not knew there tell. was three. And then, and then, <laughs> but then I was like, you guys are all like on the same kind of level. Like I got. What I like level, level of you know of like I guess intellect and like I don't know like <laughs> articulation and so it's like it's really kind of it's a really like seamless podcast whereas I yeah. feel like Whoa. between Emilio and myself I don't know like we always have very different opinions we're on different levels mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. no we're not yeah we I was thinking about becoming kind of a contrarian for the podcast because we all do really share a lot of the the same ideas and we have a group chat that's constantly going all day long we're talking all day long yeah. about everything and. I think it's really kind of melted our consciousnesses together a little bit. Um, but someone has to play devil's Yeah, I was going to say it should be like a classroom, like Socratic seminar where we have yeah. to say things we don't believe sometimes. Yeah, yeah, it's very like so true, Bestie. We should uh, disagree more. Yeah, we that. should. <laughs> no, it's kind of nice. It's kind of a breath of fresh air. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah, it's nice to hear people agree on things for once in a while on a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Right. Yeah, we try to be somewhat namaste, like somewhat mm-hmm. like one love, but <laughs> we could fight more. Yeah, we should. We've been cultivating a lot of peace in the world, and I feel like uh, too much peace could be a negative too, you know? 
Yeah. And it creates a sort of friction. Um, has there ever been any the minds of our listeners? Has there ever been any, any uh, podcasting beef? beef? Like with other podcasts? Well, uh, between yourselves, but yeah, maybe we can talk about <laughs> other oh, yeah. shows. Um, I don't think we've ever had like major beef. Yeah, so that's, no. this may be the time to start it. If that's what you're saying. <laughs> We like argue sounds about like, edit- editing stuff. Sounds out. like, like yeah. you, you two boys are trying to start the beef. Yeah, you know we're no. just we're in show business. You know <laughs> yeah. we have to make it interesting. Yeah. Who are your uh, competitors? Would you say <laughs> in the podcasting world? Yeah, yeah. Who? No, I feel like I'm doing like a sports conference. <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, competitors in podcasting. It's really hard because one time someone emailed us this podcast tool map or whatever it was like this crazy ai uh, tool that connects you to other podcasts uh-huh. for some reason it was just connecting us to podcasts that we had each starred in uh-huh. or people that we knew in real life mm-hmm. um i don't really think we have a lot of adjacent podcasts we have in the past but i think some of them stopped but we, we've kind of continued past like the wreckage of a lot of people quitting <laughs> That's what they, yeah so. what's what's the stat what is it like 95 percent of podcasts quit after like five episodes. five episodes a lot of burnout too I think, yeah i think everyone who started one in like 2020 like maybe like a handful are still around doing it yeah which is nice because then i guess everyone has to kind of give up on their their parasocial relationships and come find <laughs> newer <laughs> and better true. ones yeah well here we are survivors <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's it's been a tough road and it's gotten us to our first segment <laughs> which is drop the routine every one of you walk us through um your full skincare lineup anything that goes into wellness beatifying yourselves your morning routine just hit us with it Ooh, I, so like I should go first because i feel like i have the worst routine so we can like build up to something better <laughs> um okay well i guess i should say who i am again it's it's me biz <laughs> um <laughs> So to preface, I am an Accutane survivor, so I feel like Ooh. my skincare is like not that complicated. I don't wash my face like that much, but when I do, I use like micellar water on a cotton pad, or I use how do you, how do you say it? Cer- CeraVe. 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 Yeah. Cer- CeraVe. <laughs> I, I'm sure you guys have gotten that question before, but I use that to wash my face like one of the normalish ones they have and then i also use their very normal strength moisturizing lotion um same brand but recent same brand huh? same, same brand, brand. Same yeah, yeah 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 okay. it's like it's all like the normal the normal of everything from the same brand but recently i've been trying to like um add more stuff to my routine as an Accutane survivor. So I've been <laughs> I've been using the snail mucin. Mu- mu- so when you say survivor, is it yeah. because like you didn't you didn't kill yourself? Like <laughs> um, I don't know. What, I just think what... that everyone who does Accutane is like an Accutane survivor. I'm sure you guys have gotten Accutane people on the podcast before. Well it can make you go crazy, right? Yeah, well I guess that's like a side effect is is uh depression. Mm-hmm. Uh Accutane, but yeah, we have Um, we've had some people um talk about their Accutane experience. It it really works. It does work. Yeah, I guess from what we hear, yeah, that was your experience with that. It does work. Yeah, and uh, it definitely worked. But like, it made it so like I don't really have to have as much of a skincare routine 
as much anymore. That's cool. Because your oil glands, like, sh- they shrink. Um, but I also use, like, tretinoin now, uh, which you can't do for a while after you're on Accutane. Yeah. Um, and then I feel like my other main characteristic of my routine is, like, brushing my hair a lot, <laughs> as these two ladies know. Um... Do you, do you have a specific and, like a bougie brush like a 500 hundred dollar brush uh, no no yeah not really i don't have a super bougie one i feel like everyone just has to find one that like works for their their hair but i do like like the the boar bristle ones like conceptually they're really nice oh, yeah. um and then also have my last th- thing to say is i have been using spf more oh hell yeah i was gonna ask i where's the spf what what kind how's she gonna round it off she's gonna stick the landing i know i (laughs) thought it's so hard to stick the landing isn't it um (laughs) it's it's cerave again and it's spf moisturizer like i feel like i haven't gotten to an actual spf yet it's still like just in the moisturizer if that makes sense wait so you're you're in the uk right that's true you are so do you all right so are you just hopping and you go hop inside a, a boots or something <laughs> oh god it's actually so bad that's actually a reason my like skin creatine i feel like is really basic because you have to like walk a couple miles to the nearest boots and like hope that they'll have <laughs> one of these products um but like it's it's like not a guarantee yeah like you, they don't have like the like plentiful like Dwayne reeds but they're like on every corner and you can just go in and fuck it up it's not like that over in these waters but i bet they're not locking up things like they do in new york <laughs> right. so I, like, dark. I feel like they like don't have to lock them up because they never put them out um <laughs> so they're just like yeah not there to be stolen nice is there like a sephora equivalent no not really there's no sephora as well like i feel like the uk has a real drought of like um beautification <laughs> it's like or the, something. it's like the blitz over there right now <laughs> yeah it's really bad um i do what i can to stay stay humble and stay myself but um yeah i feel like what do, what do you guys what are you guys routines <laughs> who's the, who's next yeah, who's, Alexi. Who's, who's, okay yeah yeah who's next who's up? Alexi, yeah, you, you should go. Alexi, Alexi, i feel like hers is gonna be like opposite of mine right. so it's like a good contrast i just i mean for me it's not so much about the routine it's more about my skincare philosophy mm. i feel like i'm um a big fan of just like buying a ton of products like i don't have a routine at all i feel like i'm it's like the skincare version of like intuitive eating you know where like instead of like dieting you kind of just like do whatever feels right mm-hmm. um i feel like i'm in touch with my skin and so i can tell what it needs but i do have like certain products that I've repurchased a ton of times. Um, <laughs> if I may start. <laughs> um, <laughs> when you guys said, like, beauty overall, I was freaking out because I was like, that literally would be, like, 100 products. Yeah. Like, I am very Sephora-pilled. Like, Damn. my house is, like, a Sephora, so it's hard for me to be selective. But basic routine, um, the Salhasu oil cleanser. It's very mm. good for, like, removing makeup. Big fan of that one. Okay. I use this, like, Japanese cleansing paste also that's called Rosette, and it's, like, yellow, and you can get it from, like, Tesla Life. Cosrx Snail Mucin is also bestie to me. <laughs> I'm sure you guys... Oh, yeah. <laughs> that's the one I use as well. That one's good. I also go, have go, that go. one. So. Been in the rotation for years. Yeah. Is it, yeah. like, good? I feel like you guys are the experts. Like, is it... <laughs> 
I don't use it anymore. <laughs> I don't use it anymore either. No, no there was a good. moment when I was really oh, wow. like, I was really on like that SoCo glam life. Yeah. And then yeah. Just, How do you graduate from that? Like, it's yo, just you just, you, you make, you make a, a skincare podcast and they just and start, they start sending, sending you stuff. So really oh expensive shit. Or we have, Wait, a, that's our dream. we have a really good esthetician friend in New York too, Jill, that works at practice. And lately I've been buying a bunch of cheap products that she's been recommending and they're, they're amazing. Like that's, this is like Whoa. the first time I'm finding like cheap products that are actually like Korean. Yeah. Uh, products, I don't Japanese know if this products. one is like, well, there's actually this serum called revive serum. Sorry, I'm taking over. Um, and no, it's, it's, okay. like an upgrade. Tap it. it's an upgrade from the snail mucin. Muse, yeah, serum. yeah. I'm you should, well, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll send a, a link after, but anyway, continue. Okay. Continuing on the korean wave um i'm also a big fan of k-pop so i'm just like i'll buy anything that's korean which is kind of bad but like it always works out for me like korean skincare is life but um the glow recipe watermelon nice and my dew drops oh yeah fan of. we've used that um yeah. i would say my routine is pretty oriented around like wearing makeup because i wear a ton of makeup every day so it's just about like the appearance of hydration and not like actually having good skin but um belief true cream water bomb oh, yeah. the innisfree <laughs> cherry blossom moisturizer that's like really weird clear texture hitting all the fun and then, ones. yeah these are like these are like fun, sorry these are like all fun products yeah. like usually a lot of like i don't know i think like skincare now everything's just really kind of stripped of any like fun <laughs> i guess yeah. i don't know like i, it's I like love the, fragrance i love weird yeah. texture like it's like the belief just, aqua but it, I, the belief stuff it's like blue yeah it's yeah, yeah it's cool yeah and then my two last ones are um the embryolise late cream i guess like moisturizer oh, french yeah. pharmacy slay and then the nukes dry oil which i'll kind of just like use everywhere so that's like my skincare basics but then also do you guys know the brand philosophy mm, it sounds familiar no why I feel like everyone hates it it's like no. a very like mom brand oh really but i'm trying to think of what their like big products are i don't i don't know they have skincare and then they also have like shower stuff that's like vanilla scented they're like they're the like way a- you would recognize them is they have like this like times new roman font like in mm-hmm. the sephora like they're the original like times new roman font brand and, and the label has like a wall of text it's just, like mm-hmm. a huge wall of text around it and it was really popular i think i mean it's a, it's like a very popular christmas gift and it smells so good it smells like <laughs> we cookies. love so delicious yeah oh wait is, there- is this it i'm looking it up is there like a purity product yes okay yeah okay i have okay, seen yeah. this yeah it kind of looks like uh the packaging looks like john legend's new skincare <laughs> line right oh, wow right? yeah i don't i don't actually <laughs> know what it looks like <laughs> it just looks like that well which we right. haven't used either but so where's the spf yeah Oh no, she's oh, frozen. frozen. She's frozen. Oh, in oh no! That Spectrum Wi-Fi. Wait, is she in Brooklyn or Manhattan? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. She is she's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn. Yeah. The, the service oh, yeah. is out. Oh, she's coming back. All okay, right, there, there she, she is. is. Sorry. Oh my You're god. So scared. <laughs> so scared. <laughs> what happens? It's actually so embarrassing. Uh, well, I hope you guys were talking about philosophy and looking at pictures of it while it was gone. Oh. We were. That's what we were doing. Um, okay, but yeah. you didn't mention uh, SPF. Which mm-hmm. oh yeah, I just use like Super Goop. Um, okay, okay. They which have an- one? Another the fun brand. Play, I guess. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that's it. That's the lineup. That's pretty much Fine. it. And then like in terms of makeup, like I could go on about that for hours. But love Charlotte Tilbury. Dior makeup is really good. Oh, Caudalie also everything. Caudalie fragrances can't recommend enough. All right. Last. All right. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. I have kind of a 
kind of a basic one a little bit. I, I took it all from my sister because she researches stuff so I don't have to. Um, I like cleanse with Vanna cream, gentle facial cleanser. Um, I'm like obsessed with it. I just like that it foams a lot and every other cleanser like doesn't remove makeup in the right way. So I really like it a lot. Um, and then I use the Soonjung. I have it all like in front of me because I always forget, but I use the Soonjung barrier intensive cream, the new formula. Um, I just like really like it. It makes me feel like it's like very, um, glossy whenever I put on makeup and whenever I feel like really dry I use the Sigaplast Balm B5 by La Roche-Posay but this is something I use as like eye cream most of the time I like the thicker moisturizers for eye cream and then I kind of skin cycle a little bit um like twice twice or three times a week I use the Paula's Choice like eight percent AHA gel exfoliant and then the um, the 2% BHA liquid exfoliant. I don't know if like it's canceling each other out by using both of them, but I do just cause I feel like it's yeah. better for some reason. Um, and then I use a super, super goop unseen sunscreen for 40 SPF, but I don't use it every day. I should, I just keep forgetting to. Um, and then I do a lot of lymphatic massages. That's like something I do on a daily basis. Um, like in the shower or like gua sha. Um, I try not to gua sha too hard because I just feel like it pulls your skin or something, but I like kind of doing a lymphatic massage and I do see like a huge difference in puffiness after I do that, like full body. I have like a little tool um, that I got off Amazon um, and it just feels like really nice. Like you Mm -hmm. can like really feel yourself kind of stretching and gets you ready for the day in a really nice way. So yeah, that's my routine. It's like eh, in the middle between the two. Yeah. No, that was really, that was really like dialed in. Yeah, no, it's like not that exciting, but I, this is like my, my grail products. I don't really experiment very much. I really sensitive skin Yeah, Mm -hmm. and any type of change, like my skin just starts to break out or it starts looking really strange. Um, and so I just stick to the same products forever. And I'm kind of scared too, because I've been using these for so long that anytime I go without like even one step of my skincare routine, my skin just looks terrible. So I think I'm getting like addicted to it or something like I don't know. I need to switch it up sometimes, you know? <laughs> so you guys are all pretty consistent. You know, I feel like that's like the, that's the key. That's the key. Mm-hmm. You can, you can, you can uh, create a lineup like I do, but then if you don't stick to it, like, like I do, like I don't, <laughs> it, that all just goes out the window. Right. Consistency is really important. I used yeah. to have really bad acne, um, like adult acne, like just really bad and Truly like a consistent skincare routine and patience is what changed it for me. I tried tretinoin and I like was not brave enough for it. It was Mm. too bad for my skin. And now like my skin is totally clear after just being really consistent with a pretty basic skincare routine for like half a year. Everything has changed for me. So, you know. I feel like you got more into skincare when you like started having problems with acne. Yeah. Well, I, I think when I was like a, a teenager, I was really into skincare just because I liked like beauty YouTubers and stuff. And I just like to do, like watch them before I went to go to sleep or something. But um, the way that I would do skincare when I had acne was just like overcorrection. And I would put on so many different products, irritating my skin like crazy. And I just expected it to get better overnight. And I didn't have like the um, like the wherewithal to just be patient until um a few years passed and I said enough, like I will not have acne as an adult. <laughs> so I just stopped, you know, and I just like continued to do something kind of boring that really changed my skin. So, and that, and that's wait last, uh, any, um, any supplement routine, any, yeah. Any, any other personal care things that you guys are doing right now? Um, I take vitamin C sometimes, um, because 
I think I went like a long time ago to the doctor and they told me I had a deficiency. I don't know if that's still true. I think it was like a period of my life and I was inside all the time, but yeah. I still take it. <laughs> all right. I'm going to turn my video off. Maybe that'll help me. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Bye. Damn, now we're all alone. <laughs> <laughs> she she yeah, leaves. She's like, I'm still here. She's gone. Biz fell asleep. Yeah. Um, yeah. Do you, uh, do you guys ever like Long explore personal, like personal like care or skincare on your show? Like, I I know you guys do a great job of like kind of defining like culture and aesthetics, but like I wonder, does it ever like creep into like you guys doing a deep dive on I don't know like what what the beauty industry is doing right now or yeah i feel like we talk about beauty like a lot on the podcast like we just launched our patreon which this isn't really a plug but like the main the main tier on it is called like the the beauty pseudoscientist residency program um (laughs) but i feel like we more so talk about like beauty standards and like the changing beauty ideals Mm -hmm. but obviously that's all like tied together into the industry so what's changing right now what's what's the uh so we kind of talk about this a lot in the podcast as it relates to like men as well right like what if there's like a a crazy moment online where someone's talking about like hgh or something or i don't know like (laughs) what else do we whatever we recently talked about like like, oh yeah just the the crazy things like all these like uh i guess for lack of better terminology like looks maxing in yeah. cells or trying to do in order to to but it's like the, get a wife out of yeah know. and it's like, like the standard that they're trying to attain just keeps like yeah it's it, like what I, it changes so rapidly and like mm-hmm. why is that the standard speak on it <laughs> i mean i think um we talk about this so often and it's like not something that you can surmise in a few sentences um because it's such a weird issue obviously there's been kind of a hyperinflation of skincare and beauty content. And um, obviously it just kind of pushes product. Mm -hmm. There's like a whole new different type of marketing industry. But I think in the digital age, especially with younger like digital natives, it's harder and harder to feel embodied like in the material world. And a really complex skincare routine or beauty routine re-embodies you into the physical world. And I think that can be really comforting to some people that spend a lot of time online. And I also think people are not used to feeling comfortable in the material world and a really complex routine kind of makes the world a little bit inoffensive and mm-hmm. kind of smoothed over for people to process it a little bit better. I think that that's like a huge factor in the appeal for a lot of younger people. Um, but there's like so, so many other reasons and so many other things that we could talk about with that, but that I think stands out the most to me. Um, when it comes to like these routines, you know, that we see all the time. Yeah, definitely. I think one thing that I'm really obsessed with is our, I guess, like digital natives generation, um, the obsession with like texture and like, I guess I started noticing it with the beginning of like glass skin as a skincare trend, but also a lot of beauty products came out around like 2017 where things like filter and blurring were like listed as you know, promised effects of what would happen. And so I think everyone's just like really freaked out about like not looking the same way as they do online. Mm-hmm. And there's been a huge boom of like gimmicky products that promise to do that. Um, but I do think that skincare is a good way to like get grounded and like in touch with your body. But you can also kind of like dissociate really heavily while doing it because it's so like brain off. Um, but yeah, looks maxing is definitely one of the main 
topics of conversation for our podcast, I would say. Is it critical beauty theory? <laughs> but is is look smacking is it looks mac, mac, maxing, macking. looks maxing. <laughs> is it is that a gendered term or is it like do are there like women online that are yeah. ta- using that term as well? Well I think incels invented yeah. it. Um because I guess it was like a revolutionary concept for men to like actually admit that they were putting thought and effort into becoming more beautiful or like meeting the beauty standard and like on the incel forums they had very regimented mm-hmm. instructional forms of you know guides for other men which in a way like even though the um forum was bad, like i think it was kind of uplifting but also <laughs> they were really toxic and i think mm-hmm. also like there are communities on reddit like vindicta of women like sharing looks maxing tips and it's always like kind of anti-defeatist they're just like if you are ugly like it's your fault <laughs> um but also i don't know it it's kind of refreshing that everyone is like admitting that beauty standards and like quote-unquote lookism actually have a huge effect on the world yeah. and like mm-hmm. if you want your quality of life to be better you should become more beautiful um because that is true but i think instead of like trying to unlearn it which is kind of probably impossible like people are just leaning into it really hard right yeah wait so you think striving for for personal beauty is like it's everyone should be doing that i mean if they want their lives to get better like yeah you do get treated better when you're more beautiful like i used to be kind of busted like confession and um i think i got like more beautiful over the years and i can only say that because i was busted like so i know what it's like yeah damn this is actually somewhere where i think our first disagreement i I, I wouldn't say it's like yeah i know you got it recorded live (laughs) (laughs) and i also feel like uh, i was like uh, emboldened by uh the devil's advocate suggestion but yeah no i don't know i think it's important to i think it's something my mom would always tell me when i was growing up which i think is a really good way of framing beauty is dressing up is a form of politeness and respect for the other person because you're kind of communicating to them that they're like important enough to dress up for and look nice for people, you know, cause mm-hmm. it just, you know, I think that's like a value that's a little bit like kind of lost, but I do think people can get way too obsessed with beauty and it really starts to blur the lines between um, like what's actually like really, really important in life, like developing your own personality or developing <laughs> like um which is, you know, it's like, it's like a, having a healthy balance is really important, yeah. but I think generally like having hobbies, skills, um, intellectual interests and pursuits, I think that's going to bring you a lot more long-term fulfillment and beauty is unfortunately something that like fades. And so there is something like Sisyphusianly like beautiful about, uh, striving for beauty mm-hmm. constantly, but it's, it's like a losing battle always, you know? So I, I think I'm not, uh, in total agreement but in some way yeah no of course it can be your only goal but um (laughs) i do think like making a concerted effort towards a a vibe yeah (laughs) sam really just you got me there i'm sorry i'm sorry i love you i love you yeah <laughs> see this is why i can't disagree it's just like i have way too much respect for this alexi i like feel bad now i'm like like the um the intellectual reductive like, personal experience of getting hotter yeah. no we're just yeah. having a good, it's just a good good old-fashioned conversation um okay no we should um we should chat about y'all's podcast um Ooh. in our research what did we 
in our research on you guys. I mean, because we listen to like. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, well, no. <laughs> there's actually not that much. There's, there's not that much yeah. out there about you. Um, yeah. No, there's a lot. There's a lot out there. Um, well, we're pretty uh, secretive. We, we we keep things under yeah, wraps. Yeah, I feel like you, know, you guys are you guys are cla- you guys are really classy with your podcasting. <laughs> yeah. You guys have like you have the right amount of press. You mm-hmm. guys are like the influencers influence, I guess, you know? Oh my god, that is the sweetest thing anyone has ever said. That is like so nice. Thank you. <laughs> reaction I was we know, like when you when you look up any like trend forecasting that's like yeah. fashion and culture podcast Nymphid alumni uh, right, right. coined the term like <laughs> like Bloquette this this year and yeah, like, oh god. It's Alexi. Yeah. Yeah. Alexi had like a moment of mad genius and and yeah. coined Bloquette. I think it's like our greatest moment of our podcast like we we fought in in the war like on twitter a little bit you guys are really good with with language yeah. uh like uh like on one of your recent episodes you you said sigma softies or softy sigmas and uh i thought that was kind of kind of nice because i feel like oh, the, yeah. there's they're not a lot of representation of softy sigmas out there they're all a little <laughs> hardened yeah yeah but anyway um here's a question all right. So thinking about uh, softy sigmas, or thinking about blowcat, or Russian bimbo core, what are what are some <laughs> moments? <laughs> it's like uh, it was a hard B bimbo core. Ed <laughs> <laughs> cadence is nice. Yeah. Um, what what are some of the, your favorite current? I guess how would you how would you even like uh, define those like terms? Like what 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 are they? When your name, when your aesthetics, aesthetics, aesthetics like yeah. subculture aesthetics going on, I guess. Cause it is like, anyway, I'll let you, I'll let you, you guys chime in. Yeah. And it's so weird to define because we always want to say like internet subcultures, but the mm-hmm. thing about these just, yeah. aesthetics is that because they're born online and just like based on mood boards and like Pinterest and maybe like one girl wearing an outfit on TikTok, like there is no culture to it. So right. that's why it's so bizarre when people try to gatekeep things like this, because it's like, you know, there's no community, there's no like secret language, all of these things just exist online. So I think this is the first time we're seeing subculture, like minus the culture, like it's just... It's just sub. It's like lower than mid. It's more like mid. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it is lower than mid. That's the with the potty. That's the with the show. That's the episode lower title. Than lower than mid. Mid. <laughs> yeah, with new fed Um, yeah. So yeah, they're like they're very strange. It's hard to track them. Like, uh, it it really feels like witchcraft. It feels oh, like yeah. a modern day like um wizardry. And they 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 happen upon us because. We've found ourselves like in moments where like, what are we going to record? Like, what are we going to talk about? And it just like magically emerges before our eyes. And we realize like what the topic of our next episode is going to be. And it it does feel like very esoteric the way it all happens. Um, And like, I think that just kind of reinforces its appeal, like how ephemeral it is. And people just kind of like obsessively chasing after like um, trying to bring it into the physical world. Um, which feels a little impossible because it never has the same vibe whenever people embody the aesthetics in real life. Like no. if you kind of walk around and see people dressed like as an internet aesthetic, it feels kind of like it doesn't belong in the landscape, you know, yeah. right. it feels like it belongs online. Yeah. Well, it's almost like you have to like, you have to like tip your hat to, uh, toward it because it's like subcultures are such a thing of the past that did exist mm-hmm. in physical spaces. And so now it's like, when you see it, you're kind of like, wow, you are really committed to the bit because <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah. seriously. Because yeah. usually, I feel like people it's like use the, online the main to, character energy. Thing. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I feel like people use online to like to like project those. I don't know. Like, I wouldn't necessarily call them fantasies, but 
or of what they think of themselves or what they're included yeah. in or like and then they kind of when they log off they're like no now I'm, I'm back to just being normal <laughs> yeah yeah well also like i wonder like how different your points of view are i mean you're observing a lot of stuff online but like I it's weird being in New York, I guess, because you then kind of do see like physical manifestations of like certain behavior online, like IRL. And yeah. I'm not sure if like in in the UK or in Austin, you're like kind of like seeing these internet things like in real life. Yeah, I, I, think, I, I think sorry, I we you, I see them, but I think it's the same effect, like you said, like when you see them in real life, it feels like they kind of like spawned or something. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I still find it, like, a little bit jarring to see someone in, like, a full, like, blow-cut outfit or something. Um, but I think that's because we, once again, we're really immersed in the blow-cut culture wars of last month. You have to talk about the blow-cut. Like blow like, yeah. You have to talk about the blow-cut culture wars now. Like, I, okay. I need to know about well, this. Well, speaking of boys, like? um, fellas, speaking yeah. to these two boys... Uh-huh. <laughs> There are other boys with podcasts throwing fits. Oh, yeah. Um, Never heard of them. And they, I feel like they're in the room with you right now. But um, (laughs) they just made a, I guess they made some memes about Blowcut and posted them. Mm -hmm. And um, they really went off. And I don't know, what, what, how did the story end, guys? I mean, the general reaction was just like the typical like chronically online discourse that's like none of these words are in the bible like what yeah are you guys talking about like especially on twitter mm-hmm. everyone's reaction was kind of just like why do you guys have to make up a name for everything <laughs> like can't people just dress the way they dress and have it be cool and i'm like okay no because i made up the name and it's really good so you're gonna use it you now. have to i'm forced <laughs> to get that yeah, yeah. yeah. that's what's well, like all right one like people on twitter are boring and they're old and they're losers yeah but so it's like of course they're gonna like suck the fun out of anything but I mean, no, but I feel like it, it was like younger people. This is also a word I invented called vibe doxing. I think like when oh, people like um, this. feel like they're being like not like jacking their swag, but when yeah. like, we invent a term for something and it kind of goes mainstream, like mm-hmm. people just get irrationally pissed off and they're just like they've they're acting like you've like told some great secret about um yeah like subculture like it's a subculture, but I'm like this is public domain, you know. <laughs> We're allowed to speculate and like elaborate on it. And I feel like it's, um, even though we do come up with these catchy names for things, like the medium of the podcast is like we talk about them yeah. and like talk about the context and influences for like an hour and a half. So, well, it's probably it's a like really like helpful model. exercise doing that every single week, week because it's, it's sometimes when we're kind of caught in doing like that kind of, uh, I'll, I'll call it pseudo analysis because we're not really <laughs> academics over here, but yeah. like, we're we're always like stopping ourselves and trying to describe it. We're like, I like how do we how do we describe this thing that like makes sense when you see it online, but yeah. you just don't have the language to, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, to tell your listeners. Yeah, I think that's kind of what Sam was saying, though. It sometimes feels like you have to like like divinate it from the internet. Um, mm-hmm. And we yeah, I think we spend a lot of times do, like time together doing like weird word games. Um, we do, like, yeah, like. Like, our entire group chat is just, like, a synonym, like, <laughs> like dictionary. Like, it's, like, we're just constantly coming up with different... Like, that's, like, our neologisms, responses to each other. Yeah, yeah, which is idioms, aphorisms. That's, like, all we talk about all day long. Poetry. 
poetry yeah um and it helps a lot that like um both both the Alexia are like brilliant writers and like um Aww. and like just fantastic you know like and also it takes a lot of like also um you can't take it too seriously it has to be fun and it has to be funny um and if you get like too engulfed in it that's when people start getting angry but they should probably like take their own advice and just like if you don't like it like you could just like click out of the window yeah, or like yeah. log off you know like i don't yeah. know um but I, don't know. I, I get it the more you give language to something the easier it is for it to be like consumed by capitalism so when mm-hmm. you get like an email from depops it's like shop arm blow at pics it's just like okay what the <laughs> fuck like this used to be something that was like a part of someone's um right. personal style but that's yeah. something that um i guess we've been hesitant about before the fact that we're just like kind of giving the internet like keywords that make things really searchable and then yeah that is like vibe doxing like it just becomes a lot less interesting and like mysterious yeah like that's already such a thing though with like how people use the internet anyways because if you go in the like comment section of a random ass girl who's wearing a blow-cut outfit people will be like what do you call this aesthetic so that they can (laughs) search it on pinterest or depop yeah um I th- so yeah i think it's already or grailed like- even if you're a boy <laughs> i've been banned from grailed for three years now um, <gasps> what did you do it was like in march of 2020 i didn't <laughs> ship something that was it it was like, uh, a, it was like the a empathy 20 dollars <laughs> like terrible shirt yeah and i like continually kept trying to get back on i had like five accounts banned i had somebody at grail <laughs> try to help me and then i got banned again and it's funny because like it's you try to log in or try to make an account and in red lettering it just says you have been banned from grailed and i can't that's gonna that's gonna hard not that i want to even like i mean so yeah sometimes you can find nice stuff but i also like i where's where's a dude supposed to like nobody's gonna only like i can only like swindle people on grailed like on grailed there are dudes that will sell some like random shit i'm trying to sell like they deserve it they deserve yeah, it. Yeah, ex- yeah exactly like, exactly it's like why are you participating in this like yeah i'm gonna charge you for that the participation right so if anyone listening can help me get unbanned let's give it a second attempt mm-hmm. but um <laughs> you should you should just start selling all of your stuff on like instagram stories yeah <sighs> i should that's what you're doing i'm uh i'm hesitant I'm I'm always shy about posting. Which should we should we chat about? Should we ask our favorite question about? Oh yes, our favorite question that we ask women when they come on this show. <laughs> anyone, uh, anyone, really? <laughs> well, we'll ask we'll ask men this too now. But how uh, should the fellas be online? Like how, as a man, like what it, what is what is the appropriate? What's the, yeah? What posting is, behavior? Like, yeah, that etiquette? Not maybe not maybe not necessarily etiquette necessarily etiquette, but yeah, like how do you all like your men to be online? I guess. Hmm. I feel like any advice I would give to this, it would apply to women as well. Cause I think I have a pretty, I'm not too critical of the way people post online. If they post too much, I, it's just like a, a blur to me and I don't see it. And um, maybe I develop like some sort of like resentment. Cause it just feels like an overload on my brain, but that would probably be like the only thing. It's just like, don't post like, 70 stories at once and don't share like um like your mental breakdowns and like psychotic like I've done this before so I can say that it's just like it didn't work out for me so I stopped doing that a few years ago and my life got a lot better so um yeah I don't know because I think right now there's like a lot of 
people saying like, oh, I want like a low B boyfriend. I want a boyfriend that's not Wait, online. A low B? What is that? Low B? Like L-O... We love this one. Oh, low B. Low B. Someone who has a low follower count. Yeah. Low B's. Low B's. Okay. I mean, yeah. Low B's will, low B's, low B's will worship women. We <laughs> like, love a low B king. I mean, of course. Yeah, it's, it's true. It's it's cool. But I think it's like, okay, um, to like... <laughs> be a high B king. I don't think high B is like a word in circulation, but I'll throw that in there. <laughs> like, what's high um, B? Like, let's who, workshop that. Yeah, what's, give me an example of someone who's high B. High, oh, I don't know. Honestly. What's the follower count on that? Like, yeah. Like a Drake? I don't know. Oh, <laughs> really cool. like, okay. I think it's him, like, I feel like if a man has over a thousand followers, he's creeping towards high B territory only oh, because I feel like the, like the, average man on earth who has instagram has like nowhere close to a thousand followers yeah that's true yeah guess we're not average men <laughs> <laughs> i gotta start i gotta start shedding them yeah, yeah, yeah. i want low b status high b's definitely high b's man i don't want to be a high <laughs> yeah yeah wait so we, i think it's cool you think it's cool it's to nice. be a it means like you're a sociable person and like you, you true, have a lot of friends true. which is like you know that's, so it's like a, a green flag i guess i like these you know, yeah, i think so, <laughs> I, think so. <laughs> I think these I think are better terms of high bees. can be a bit clout sexual high bees but well, i think uh, wait, what what did you what? clout sexual clout sexual yeah yeah so we gotta we gotta we gotta make a little a little dictionary i guess you guys are speaking navi on here that'll be part of the like the problem is the people always point out is like mixed clout relationships or something mixed like power um, dynamics like, like oh example, like i'm in a, like, I'm in a clout like, gap like, yeah, like a clout, gap <laughs> clout gap discourse um, like i think it's like i think people wouldn't necessarily like like a high b boyfriend and a low b gf like i feel like people would be like that's that's like a power imbalance or something oh but yeah the thing is i think you're right but it makes me want to roll my eyes so bad like what? just Why? like you just let people live you know like well, you asked the question I know, I know i know but like it is just kind of like but the thing is low b low b boyfriend high b girlfriend is like a okay you know oh um, yeah normalize it legalize yeah. it what do you guys think about the reason why we bring up this question though is because you know like maybe high b guys shouldn't even exist because is it being online and like presenting yourself like uh if we're gonna get real real gender specific with it like it's a a feminine thing to do the female trait to pose um i don't know this is this is my these are my instructions this is what we've been told very straightforward about this like (laughs) Uh, I think that men should post a lot on stories. They shouldn't repost. They should never post a carousel. They shouldn't post things that are too in focus. The lighting shouldn't be that good. But I think like high volume is good. <laughs> high volume is good. High get volume. it out there. Yeah, yeah. Get those posting's fine. It's the quality posting. of the post. Got to pump those end. bad posts up. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Okay. What's, All right. Okay. I'm loving this. I gotta go hide a bunch of shit. <laughs> <laughs> No, it should be like a camera roll type, like yeah. not quite a photo dump because that's a bit much. But like. oh, I also think it's really cool when guys post like um, cool things they see on the street or like restaurants oh, that like they're, gate- yeah. they're like, gatekeeping, yeah, you know, like, like are really like posting posting abandoned you... billboards and like yeah. <laughs> signage. I think that's really cool. I always think it's, it's like interesting and, and whenever they like really gatekeep, like really like kind of like. Yeah. hidden spots or whatever um when they flex your photography skills and don't be afraid to get creative i just think that's cool i don't know <laughs> yeah 
Yeah, um, I guess it's like that's like the original Instagram posting for guys. Because if it was like the original for girls, was like lattes and fall leaves. Yeah, guys was like pictures of buildings and like and like cars. Yeah, skateboard yeah. trucks and such. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, yeah. It's better Stunning. be a truck. <laughs> I don't even well yeah it's I post because I feel like I have to like because of the post therefore I am <laughs> no, yeah. I also make music so then like at one when I did have a manager he was like please please post and I never knew mm-hmm. what to post you know I don't know I don't know I don't post. I used to po- I used I to like- post obscure things on the street and they'd be like don't do that well I've, yeah, I've had enough conversation like, this exact conversation with enough people to the point where it scared me into posting so you we've just scared you into posting it scared me no scared me it kept me from posting because oh, okay. i was like we're, mm. we're gonna scare you into posting you're gonna scare me <laughs> yeah. Into posting? All right. yeah because i guess like the reason people don't like or like when men don't post is because they think it means that they're like not concerned i guess with like the feminine traits of posting but that's like they're still on instagram they're just <laughs> passively scrolling and like looking at things right um sexy ladies probably right <laughs> right um, they got that mma video clips uh yeah what do you think about men doing um like uh front-facing camera tiktok oh as opposed uh, to back, <laughs> back-facing or just just in general, general. Like, what do you what, like I feel like that's a step too far. It depends on what they're doing. Like, I think it's um, kind of strange whenever men start doing, they put on like some sort of character and do comedy TikToks. Like, it depends, <laughs> again, what kind of comedy TikTok. Mm-hmm. Generally, like, just have a little bit of swag, but that's yeah. very that's normal. Like, Riz. Yeah, yeah, I think I just, it's like... Swag, yep. Go ahead. I'm sorry. No. <laughs> it's like okay to post selfies, like butt-facing camera things, but it's... I think like men sometimes like feel like they shouldn't have as much of like an aesthetically minded approach to the internet. But I think that shouldn't like, I don't know, they should, they should have a more aesthetically minded approach to posting Mm -hmm. just like everyone else does. Like, I I don't think that the standards are necessarily the same as they were like maybe a couple years ago. Like I think they've kind of equalized and there's like gender equality of posting now. (laughs) Like I've seen less thirst traps that like girls have posted People are grid posting like this Valentine's Day. A lot of people grid posted their their like girlfriends and stuff or boyfriends, which I thought was kind of like well, out that, of the ordinary. I think people we told have them to do that. Yeah. On social know. media, so just like do it the way that you enjoy it, and it'll probably come off that way. You know, it's like fake it till you make it. Yeah, that's a good observation about Valentine's Day because uh, we released an episode uh, on Valentine's Day, and we we it was we, a call we, to action. It was a call to action. We said, "Fellas, you got to post her to grid. Did you like?" <laughs> That's, that's they heard you. That's the they one did. gift. Or that's the you. one gift. Wow, it was you guys. Yeah, so yeah. That's, that's what's happening. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, all right. I feel I f- I'm feeling better about our our online activity. <laughs> Wait, yeah. you guys are so good at hosting. I see yeah. TikToks all the time. At what? And your TikToks, like oh, the oh. little like carousel ones. Oh, because the thing is now, like TikTok is rewarding you to treat it like Instagram. And mm-hmm. I, I think just in general, people didn't realize you could just do like memes on it, which like memes, to, are, yeah. memes are kind of a dying format. Like they really are like, or at least the way we kind of traditionally think about them. We can get into like how, because I, I guess memes themselves will never die, like the concept of meme or whatever. But like mm-hmm. the way that you kind of traditionally see them, like any of the Wojaks, any of that weird kind of 2016 shits going away. But um, 
but yeah yeah TikTok. we're trying tiktok because it's like why not yeah why not you guys are really good like i yeah. i think we've like, talked about it before where you guys are you guys have gotten the promotion and the meme post like all, what you guys are doing is something that like we are trying to figure out how to do because like we're not really good at What's your editor's uh, figuring name? out like our social media promotion, <laughs> but you guys really are like very very good at it, and I, we can see how like I'm bl- we're blessed. Um, thank you. Yeah. Thank yeah. You. No, y'all rule. Yeah, I don't think y'all should worry about it. Okay. Honestly, I think you guys kind of know enough about posting that we, that we could take like a few lessons from it. So yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Yeah. Uh, Vibe, vibe, Jack. What did you call vibe it? Vibe docs. We can vibe. Sounds so bad. That what? All right. Perverted. What are some? What are, what are some words we we should put to rest? Though I've been thinking yeah. about this. Like every every day, you know, I feel like that Jesse meme that we talked about in the last episode, oh, yeah. where it's like, I'll say the craziest words in real life that are only they only make sense in the context of online, mm-hmm. and I I kind of want to get rid of it. And so, what are some words that you guys are sick of hearing? I feel like we're like all culprits for saying the most annoying online internet words. Like we're always saying like slay on the podcast. (laughs) So I feel like we embrace them all, Mm -hmm. to be honest. I feel like sometimes I get annoyed when I see people using the word pilled like all the time. But I definitely I definitely use it. But that's a very um, online way of saying It's kind of funny when I think about like that that. I guess word pilled when you add like a word to it it's like i I've, I've been in that dilemma before where, I'm, where i think to myself oh how can i actually describe like what i'm feeling right here you know what i mean yeah. like oh i'm really into diet coke these days i'm not diet coke pilled you know like <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know i it's hard i think it's like um what's what's kind of the difference between saying online words in real life um in the present day and then it was like before like i think in the past there was a sort of like urban outfitters type thing where they everyone would wear like i don't know honey badger say what shirts and things from the internet were like branded really hard yeah, in real life and it was super annoying and now i think people have embraced like sort of cringy things as like ironically yeah. cool they, the, another layer has been added over like the irony like kind of mm-hmm. iceberg that people have been referring to um so i think i always laugh whenever somebody says something online in real life but that's just because i you know i'm like engulfed in these cultures as well and mm-hmm. They are part of my lexicon too. Do you? So if, yeah. Um, do you interact with like uh, various generations, like in your day to day, like? Yeah. And this yeah. Kind of comes sure. up? Oh my god! Yeah. We love I have talking to teenagers. That was a joke. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Jk. Uh, oh, maybe like yeah. older people. I think younger I kids think- would get it, but like I don't know, older people. People of age. The older people. Old people. I have like friends in their like their like late thirties and forties and stuff. And but but the the reason we're friends is from like an online connection. So I don't know if that's totally relevant. And so they're just as hip to the uh to the lingo, I guess, as I, everybody else is in my circles. So I don't know. I feel like there actually is one really bad internet lingo right now, but it's like really perverted. So I don't know if I should talk about it. Oh. You have to say it. It's like it's like guys like commenting on girls' TikToks, being like it's grippy and that kind of. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's like the one thing that I feel like people that yeah. Or is it like it's 
Well, I like that you mentioned TikTok. I don't like that you mentioned Giphy. <laughs> but you know how like people use words to get around like the, the like the puritanical, I guess, I p- filter that's, that's on TikTok. They're, doing there. they're not doing. I think that. it's more like they just like that idea. But what does but, that mean? What is, yeah, yeah. they've also spiraled out into saying things like the Grip Reaper. Yeah, the Grip yeah, like Reaper. <laughs> Oh, There's a lot of iteration. It's so visceral, like, I yeah. I find it so funny, but it's, it's really bad. <laughs> yeah, like I would say definitely that stuff is bad, but like yeah. being like, I can have cheeseburger is good. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I feel like that, and, one, or, that one's good. I think that one yeah. should come back. I think we should be using that. That's so good. But all right, so wait, wait, wait like with TikTok, because like we're not really on it. Like we don't really like, I don't look, scroll, we don't scroll yeah. it. It's like, it's, it's bad for us. Like, but mm. people are using words like what it, like that have no meaning at like they don't they they're using words to reference adult themes or adult words it's or whatever like algorithms speak yeah like what yeah. Is that? do you think that has a huge effect on culture or do you think it's just kind of like a little bit or i don't I know i think it just makes dialogue really difficult because it's like you just if you're like an outsider you just have no idea what people are talking about like people are using these weird euphemisms to talk about really serious stuff like suicide and like rape and murder mm-hmm. but like they're using these catchy little words and it's like okay like what are we supposed right. to do with that it's also a bit like trauma dumpy like people kind of just like one-upping each other with them these really mm. graphic and like scary things but the delivery is always just so lighthearted. and i think that's like a classic gen z criticism is that like we can't really take anything seriously and like sincerity is taken as like being kind of cringe um but also it makes me sad to see people reduce like their worst life experiences into like you know something with an arca song <laughs> right. you know? yeah. yeah well i guess like speaking of i don't know beautification the biggest uh iteration of that right now is like using the word mascara to refer to like um sex and it's like it's not just sexual assault it's like sexual assault and also like relationships and also just like any sort of love or sex context and that one is like that one like kind of fucks me a bit um that's confusing is damn i didn't know that was it just an arbitrary decision to because i've heard of this too and i like i thought didn't didn't like julia fox have to like uh like apologize for using the word mascara or something i don't know she didn't get it because once again i guess that is a good example of like if you're a casual tiktok scroller or julia fox she's like in her 30s i guess if you're seeing this coded tiktok using the word mascara it's actually about a man being sexually assaulted but you think mm-hmm. it's about mascara like i guess that's that is confusing right but then it's just like all right like well, like it forces you to apologize for like not doing anything wrong you know yeah. like yeah. if someone's like oh yeah, there's no way you can really research that you just have to like re- spend a lot of time on tiktok so like be inducted into yeah, it yeah until like like, like the like the daily dot like starts writing articles like decoding the mascara <laughs> trend on tiktok know your meme yeah, know, know your meme, meme. Know your meme, meme is good for this for sure uh, uh that's you guys should upload your memes to know your meme mm. um should we get into some segments yeah some closing segments okay all right mm. um which one do you want to do first do you want to do due to the week or do you want to do do we rude due to the week all right due to the week do we got do we have somebody, it doesn't even have to be a dude, that you guys want to either shout out or want to talk about? Someone who's on your mind? Somebody maybe in, in the zeitgeist or maybe just a friend? Up to you. How do you want how do you want to interpret it? Whoa. I have an idea, but like it's not necessarily I don't know. I watched the movie 
the thing recently which has kurt russell in it and i feel like he's just kind of like hot <laughs> and he's also i don't know that, that's my my dude of Hell the yeah. week kurt russell that's a good one i was gonna say <laughs> dick van dyke but i don't really yeah, know i don't know why i just uh i've been thinking about him a lot lately yeah. i've been thinking about like um that like dandy type of thing that men, i think men should be dandier and i think dandier. they should be carrying dandy? around canes and like whistling yeah. as they walk spinning it i think yeah, that'd be really sure. cool like the, yeah. the plan so of, like the plan of peanut pity uomo <laughs> motherfuckers yeah <laughs> yeah um uh, okay cool yeah alexi who's your dude kurt russell man kurt russell i feel like i saw was he do you guys know of a movie called uh bone tomahawk <laughs> oh yeah that well, sounds like he would be in that movie he, wasn't that he always plays was. that like rugged action hero yeah. type mm. um that was just me thinking out loud oh i think the reason <laughs> i was thinking about him more so actually was because of that article uh everyone's beautiful but no one's horny because i think they mentioned how in that article about how he's like in a movie and he's really hot but he's kind of flabby or something yeah um mm. so i think i i you know i guess i'm always thinking about him but more so these days <laughs> you wish you wish the fellows were a little flabbier um i guess go read the article um <laughs> everyone because i think like they talk about it better than i probably could well we'll link to the moment. article in the show yeah notes. i think sex has been a big th- topic this week huh has it well yeah because everyone's like oh we should be having more sex like the new york oh, times aren't they always mm-hmm. saying that oh, they're right. like wow it's yeah. wild that there are no sex scenes anymore it's like it's because there's porn you know like you know that's why like that's the reason <laughs> it's true it's it, that's they, true it's so mm-hmm. people feel weird projecting that into like cinema now for whatever reason even though it, like that's why people used to go to the movies so yeah I feel like it's also media consumption has become such like a family activity. Like for a lot of families I know, that's like the only thing they do together. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And yeah, no one wants to watch sex scenes with their parents anymore. It's, it's seriously a part of life. Yeah, yeah let's um, bring that back. Important. Well, yeah, you like that? Being in <laughs> no. the theater and then just... <laughs> and then what? I'm just trying to think about like a like a memorable sex scene. Um... I mean, like, Titanic was the first one I remember with my mom. And I was just like, yeah. that one was at least kind of implied, oh. but it was, like, full frontal nudity oh, yeah, vibes. You, you don't, just... don't get me started on Titanic. I just, I went, <laughs> I went uh, the other day on Valentine's Day solo. A, a masterpiece. A ma- J- James Cameron made magic. It's magic. But uh, the last episode we talked about it, so we won't get yeah. into it. But. Okay. <laughs> um, due to the week. Due to the week. You can't get out of it. Alexi. Or you can. You can. <laughs> No rules. Oh, did did she? Oh my gosh, she's gone. She's I feel gone. like I can speak on her behalf. Wait, no one back. <laughs> <She's laughs> <gone. She's laughs> yeah, they want to know who your dude of the week is. Oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, well, neither of you said Barry Kilin, right? No, um, no, we didn't say him. Okay, well, do you guys know who he is? From uh, the Irish guy. Yeah, he yeah. was in Banshees of Inisherin. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He, uh, he's, he's a joker. He's great. He's he's like the new Paul Hollywood to me. The way he's post and face. You notice that? <laughs> yeah. He's yeah. really he's really like Wait. he really feels himself, and I appreciate a man who does that. He should, he and has... I like I like the like hatchet face type thing he has, mm-hmm. like the yeah. vibe. And then also he's um one of the emojis in our in our newly 
introduced Discord. Discord. We just made a Discord and yeah. sort of right. the reactive emojis on Yeah, we're Barry reacting left and right. So we just love him. He has a very yeah. unique face and we're um you think you should be what pro is, what is actors that? with unique faces just because yeah. we like being generic. But also he's just like Irish excellence. He was like a teenage delinquent who just like was kind of plucked out of obscurity. Yeah. So no, he's great. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like uh, Ireland's really big in 2023. I feel like that's... Oh, for sure. Mm. It, yeah, I, I feel like... That. I feel like also Barry's really good at posting. Like, actually, when we're talking about how the fellas should be online, his posts are really good because they're always about, like, his n- normal wife. But I think <laughs> there's obviously the, the clout gap, like you named it earlier there. Uh, clout gap. But... It's like really charming. Happy wife, happy life. That's right. Well, yeah. I don't know if that marriage is going to laugh. I don't uh, last. I don't know. Like, uh, I'm always amazed. I'm really telling on myself here is like uh, how I actually really view like, like clout gap relationships like this. Uh-huh. Like, uh, like Patrick Mahomes, right? Kenny Powers. Um, you guys, guys know who Patrick, Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes is? is? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. Do you guys see that clip of him like talking like Kenny Powers? No, I don't know. Uh, I only saw the clip of his dad talking about his dad is cigars. Incredible. <laughs> yeah. But um Kenny not Kenny, I almost called him Kenny Powers. Uh Patrick Mahomes, <laughs> like he he's so rich now and he's like so he's very famous and he's he's married to his high school sweetheart. Mm-hmm. And um it's one of those things where it's like It's gonna last. How like how <laughs> does it last? You know, like does do you how do you like how this is bad that I, th- that I think to myself I'm like how do you not cheat when you're like that person i mean I they, they made right. a key fact with barry though which is that barry used to be a boxer like that was his whole scrappy like mm. life before okay. he was an actor and boxers i mean i guess they do cheat but they're like it's such a thing that they Don't have cheat. this like woman holding them down yeah um who's like Connor McGregor, right? yeah Connor mcgregor yeah. which i i feel like he, maybe he cheated on his wife but that's such a thing yeah. There's also that one guy, what's his name? The Sean O'Malley guy on UFC, who's like the, the Twitch streamer. And he has like, oh, yeah. he's still with his like longtime girlfriend that he like lived in his her parents' mm. basement or whatever. Damn. I feel like that's a boxing thing. Like the. It's such a boxing thing. You gotta yeah. have your struggle wife. You gotta have your wife. Romantic. We love our faithful <laughs> boxers. What are they, what's that meme? The ones like, you know, the right, the right woman can. I don't know. <laughs> less, I less in the pain, or like I gotta be I honest know. though. Like I feel like Barry just has a type though, because like as a long term Barry fan, yeah, his previous long term girlfriend was also just like a struggle wife as well. So I think that it this may be who he is. This yeah. is who he yeah, is. I feel like he's the type that because he never had dreams of like acting from a young age, and I don't think he's like that interested in being famous. Like mm-hmm. yeah. He just is like, I just want a nice girl from my town, you know. Well, it, it, in his like blonde hair, in his posting, it looks like he's striving for beauty. Like he's he's always trying to get a fit off. They've, they've been bad, but he's at least trying, you know. Like he's posting face, which is a rare. Not a lot of fellas do it unless you're Drake. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I really like Barry. You know, what's the line from the movie where he's like, he's like, you you wouldn't want to be with a with a boy like me, would you? Oh yeah. <laughs> That's him in it's, real life. So yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. You ever thought of marrying me? Stuff like, like that. Guys yeah. should say that more she's often. Like, no. oh. Yeah. Broke Beautiful. my heart. Broke my heart. Um, sick. All right. Do we uh, rude? A rude. S- Confirmed. I feel like we. I feel like we kind of did Dewey rude chatting about the, the um. What, what were we talking about? The fucking the Twitter wars, but Dewey rude the blow cat wars. Oh yeah, blow cat culture wars. 
right. throwing fits and twitter.com. Um, but yeah, it's usually the segment in which you can address your haters or you can hate on something. So it could be, or you don't have, to. or you don't have to, is that Amelia wants to, do you mm, want to, are you, are you trying to think of something I want to hate on? I feel like I want to address the haters. Well, the thing is, it's like, we don't really have that many haters, which is surprising. <laughs> address our imaginary haters. Our, our imaginary haters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, actually, I don't really, we've gotten some like hate comments before, but they've been like super, it, it doesn't seem to have anything to do with us. They've been extremely irrational. And it seems like somebody that's just kind of like on a Yelp, Yelping spree, but with our podcast, um, mm-hmm. people get mad at me for mispronouncing mispronouncing things a lot <laughs> i'm esl my first language is spanish so i can mispronounce things i'm still learning english so i don't know but um just telling people to be more patient with my yeah. uh, second language uh vibes leave Sam alone. yeah leave me alone mm-hmm. like, <laughs> um haters well i don't know if this is that hateful but someone did recently say that I was giving study abroad <laughs> on, a, on an Apple review, which like, is definitely true, but like, I can't help it that I live here and um, I'm a global citizen. And yeah, that's yeah. just how it is. Yeah, that's we funny. were just laughing at the delivery. We weren't, yeah. like, we weren't like agreeing with that person. That's just like a funny. Mm, that's, that's, I if, mean, if it, I get it. What's that? She said she gets I, it. I understand what they're saying. Um, but this is a very global podcast. It like spans right. yeah. multiple continents, and there's like 16 passports being f- tossed around. <laughs> She's <laughs> never going to jail. Also, this is doing anthropological research. She comes back with and great reporting about the UK. Yeah. The I mean, UK people need to be patient with us Americans that like how are unfamiliar with their culture. <laughs> how I mean, we don't I, we don't have to get into it, but I I really want to know what it's what what it's like going on in in the uk right now i feel like everyone's just kind of having a psychic break you know yeah seeing their country turn into like italy or something you know like they're not they're not used to that not used to nice they like they have you know being a big player yeah i would say it's kind of bad um in many ways but i think that like sticky toffee pudding and stuff is really good so toblerone (laughs) yeah (laughs) any other hate to address guys yeah. any other hate any other or something rude happen to you um, mm, people have been overusing mm-hmm. their horns in their cars in austin <laughs> and i don't know if anyone in austin is listening but stop like you're scaring me like i don't know it just seems dangerous that's like yeah I don't know. That's like a hater that's unrelated to the podcast. Those are road haters. It's a city planning thing. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. I don't know. We're really good at like managing our haters. Like Sam and I are really big fans of just messaging our haters. Like after they post something and just being like, "Hey, like, what made you feel that way?" And then we always resolve it. We literally have like a one hundred percent customer satisfaction <laughs> yeah, rate. We do. Like, it is. We, do. we just, just want to talk it out with them. You know. Yeah. It is funny. Like when someone does start talking a little shit, and then like if you do reach out to them either they have like a problem mm-hmm. or for us it's usually customer service problems yeah i was <laughs> like, gonna say okay, it's okay. not like it's <laughs> reaching out about they're, merch. Reaching out, they're, they're reaching out about merch and you know it's oh about, that's actually like, customer service. Yeah. 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 but like but if but the thing is 
if someone were talking shit and then you did like slide in their DMs, be like, yo, what's up? Like they would, oh, 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 they would, they wouldn't talk anymore. Shit. Or they're just open to having yeah. a conversation at that point. They're like, wow. I, also, I feel seen. Yeah. Know? Also, I feel like it's like both of our podcasts, like there's not that much to hate. That's right. You know, we're not that mm-hmm. like, how much could you highly lovable podcast? How much could you hate skincare? I, or yeah. Like you could hate, I don't know, we say stupid shit or like, we always, we always qualify it though, which I yeah. think a lot of, uh, Maybe that's not a good thing. Maybe we shouldn't qualify things. Maybe we should be like, this is my opinion and my opinion's right, you know? I, I know. have been into, like, speaking of, um, I guess this is like, I don't know if this is hater vibes, but like, I've seen seeing people being like, stop qualifying, not towards us, but in general, people's being like, stop qualifying everything you say on the internet. It's like changing the way your brain works. Um, so that was like, an interesting, interesting thought. Like I get the intent behind that, but I think it's like everyone's just doing it to cover their ass. It's not necessarily mm-hmm. like it's yeah. not because it's legal. It's like right. the legal team is advising this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, okay, should we close off? Let's round it the, off. The Dewey Do's and Don'ts. Um The Dewey Do's and Don'ts. You know, general life guidelines or simpler things. What are we doing this week, this year? What are we not doing? We are mm. we are Subscribing to both of our discords, joining both of our yeah. discords. We're jumping in the discords. Discord. We're, We're becoming Discord users. Yeah, yeah, it's true. That's that's in now. Yeah. Um, discord is so fun. We hadn't really used it before, but it's so fun. Do subscribe to the Dewey Dudes Patreon and the No Fit Alumni Patreon. Oh, we don't have a Patreon. It's, that's in. Do so you guys have a lot of dudes in your Discord? Like, is it mostly guys? Uh, I can't really tell. There are a lot of... We're pretty 50-50. Yeah. Okay. There's like a... Yeah. I noticed there's a few guys that like are just... Every every day, they're like, good morning. That's Uh, so cute. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. I don't know. Shout out to Juan. Juan, yeah. Juan, is that his name? Aww. Juan. Juan's Shout always... Juan. Shout out. But, um, yeah, we have, some, we have some dudes in ours, and we like wanted to make them their own channel, but we didn't know what to call <laughs> you it. Like, you were going to quarantine all your yeah. dudes? Yeah. That's fu- that's funny. That you is kind of that. funny. Yeah, but like the gentleman's corner. What do you? What would you think? Oh, this goes. This goes back to the conversation about men. So we don't have to do do do's and don'ts. But <laughs> um, like, what we're disrupting what, your podcast. What, what do you think about like like guys who know about you? You know what I mean? Like know about the podcast who are interested in these topics. You know, like I don't know. Like, is this the right route for 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 men? To go down like in order to f- find like-minded women to to kiss um i don't know well, i mean the first the first rule in our discord is thou shalt not be a groomer mm-hmm. so okay. with that in mind do you have a really young, do you have a, do you have a, do you have a young, <laughs> yeah, audi- a young I was just audience say, i'm sorry go ahead do you have a young audience is that why actually we thought that was way younger but i mean like everyone in the discord is like in their early 20s it's gonna show yeah okay um, but maybe that's because they're the ones that have you know expendable cash <laughs> yeah like the teenagers don't have the money for like a patreon subscription um Allegedly, but we yeah. we do like i've been approached in in person by a couple of girls that are like 17 um wow. but it like i don't know they're like city girls like in austin so it's like i feel like i don't know yeah it's like different a lot of like college based questions like where should i go to school yeah like, okay, sorry we're not qualified to do that but um speak men who listen to nymphed alumni i have done the nymphed alumni date a fan challenge and you know it was fine like i you wouldn't like with when guys fan. listen to our podcast oh yeah i remember that it shows that they're interested in in culture and society and fashion 
Also, we have a lot of guys in construction that listen to us That's and like sick. drywall and stuff. Like we have a lot of like um like blue collar men that listen to us. Uh-huh. For some reason, yeah, I, think I love that. That's really cool. And you guys should keep doing that and tell like your blue collar friends that do construction to keep listening because I want to grow that audience a lot. Yeah. Um, do you think it's like they're taking that conversation home to like, why would they be listening to, I mean, like, no, of course. Like, I mean, we listen like now, like, you know, oh. we do. I mean, I'm like, it's really refreshing because, but the thing is, I'm not going to just like, compliment you on this podcast is our show but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but i think we've gotten we'll, tr- we've gotten we'll in trouble in the intro like, for what like with other guests when some people would review and be like wow y'all really suck that guest oh, off yeah. or something <laughs> oh yeah that happened to us too they're like he spent the whole time just complimenting them i'm like okay yeah. sorry was i supposed to be mean yeah, yeah. right yeah. No, it's yeah. manners mm-hmm. being polite yeah. this isn't do 60 that. minutes <laughs> <laughs> do we do be polite do we do be polite do we, yeah uh, do we don't be a groomer uh mm-hmm. what else? i would say like open up the door like open the door for someone who's walking your yes. direction you know always. that's always nice that always makes everyone stay southern yeah. charm southern, southern charm, charm is we should globalize southern charm and manners mm-hmm. yes ma'am no no ma'am no, like ma'am. that stuff is it just i love seeing that it goes along with yeah. people if you see sam in public you have to say yes ma'am and no ma'am to <laughs> Please, yeah. She yeah. Talks to you. it's true yeah yes ma'am um hey there you go that's it um, <laughs> um don't don't yeah i don't know don't be mean like don't be rude don't be a <laughs> do that be nice was, don't be mean yeah. it's pretty easy it's not hard it's not hard out there um what else anything else anything you guys want to plug other yeah. than your discord your patreon um, um i guess those are the two main things yeah okay. yeah we um no yeah <laughs> damn we're not really up to anything yeah you know that's you don't always have to be up to something um well, to this. all right um wow this has been, been fun very fun yeah thank you guys so much like yeah. this is really fun oh thank um, you that's so much fun this yeah. is a very interesting podcast um you and i listened to a couple episodes today and it was it was really good so i'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna continue listening okay. to uh, dudes, it, we'll continue to listen yeah. to, to yours kind of uh, survivors but the 2020 <laughs> podcasting survivors yeah. i know we have to stick it out we have to hold the fort down yeah, if not no going. one is gonna do it or it's gonna be like there's eight. no ending a podcast yeah no one's making a new yeah. one either so yeah which is nice okay well enjoy your thursday evening yeah thanks for hopping on thank you yeah thank you Bye. 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 Bye.